Fucking Channel 001. You know what it is. The Rain Man Show contains discussions that are 49% geek, 51% douche. What's up, bitches? Listener discretion is advised. So uncivilized. Previously on Rain Man. It's not just like, boom, done. You're shared. Everybody can see this now. No, it is sometimes. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking butterfingers with my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I share shit so. by accident all the time, Thomas. There's a few times where I'm on my phone during a very desperate time, okay? Mm. On my phone. Usually I use the computer, but every once in a while I'll use my phone. And that fucking phone <laughs> has a mind of its own. I will be like, let's go to the next video. Share? I'm like, no! <laughs> Don't share it! At one time, it was a fucking Euro, URL getting ready to be sent to my mother. <laughs> because the way the iPhones work. It tries the, to be smarter. That's the entire point. Uh-huh. It wants to figure what you want to do before you do. Oh, it. share this? Well, you're already signed into your Twitter, Facebook, and you just texted your mom, so we took care of it for you. Hit again, and then you try to hit that X, and you're sweating. <laughs> sweating. And you're just fucking like, if I fuck this up, or if a text comes in, I'm I had the URL <laughs> in a text getting ready to be oh, sent man. to my mom. Can't do that. And I'm like, I thought my life ended. <laughs> Here's the other thing, though. Evie and Raina are like, why wouldn't you want to share porn? First of all, most guys aren't like that. Yeah. Most guys don't want to share, hey, I just beat off to this. Would you care to join me and think about that? (laughs) Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? Louder! And now, from the Cave of Wonders, live in the presence of gods... Welcome to the Rain Man Show. Motherfucking peanut butter and jealous. <laughs> Let's go get up. Let's go get up. Light them up. Fuckers hate us because they hate No, 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 no. Everybody to the Rain Man Show. Hello. All right, yo ho. And a bottle of alcohol, please. Yes, yo ho ho. Oh, that too. I'm gonna bring that back. The pirate anthem. Yeah. I think it should be a thing. I mean, what's next? Why not? Right. Let's just take to the streets in boats with wheels and start pillaging. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. It's not looting when you're a pirate. No. Well, it's called piracy. Come on. Hmm. It is looting, isn't it? Technically, yeah. Yes. But if, if I, you know what? Listen, I'm I'm telling you right now. If I was out there protesting and looting, I would be wearing a pirate hat and definitely an eye patch. Oh, dude, why for sure. You? That'd be the <laughs> the best time ever to do it. Can you imagine? Yes, Thomas, we should do that and have Bobby record it. Just you and I oh, out dude, there, lo- absolutely. Yeah, looting. You can get that little schooner tattoo you want. There we go on your arm. Yep. 
dude, I already have a pirate costume. Let's fucking go. I'm sure you do. I do for work. <laughs> yeah, for work. <laughs> right. job. No, actually, Halloween at my office, okay. you get money if mm-hmm. you dress up. And you just definitely jump at that, don't you? I do. Oh, oh, not the work, I, the cam work I do. Mm-hmm. That's where I get the money for it. You ever dress up as a pirate for uh, Randy? No. Not yet. Not yet. Has she asked? She hasn't. I probably have. You're like, I'm thinking about it now. I'm going to ask now. Like, honey, can I dress up as a pirate? You know, I just uh, put my little. She's a salty wench. I'm the pirate. It makes perfect sense. Nah, she's like Barbosa, and it'll be like a gender bending thing. Okay. You'll be uh, Kira Knightley's role. I'll be Kira Knightley. She's Orlando Bloom. She'll be the pirate. We'll call Thomas Pegleg Thomas. Yeah. Thought there was going to be some sort of alliteration to that. There wasn't. (laughs) Let's go with it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, dude. Let's just get out there in a boat with some wheels on it, and we'll just fire like, cannons into what, buildings. What are those little boats called? A dinghy? It's well, our, you don't want a dinghy. You duck, want duck boats? Well, you're, you gotta you gotta <laughs> take boat? well, Thomas. You gotta take the dinghy to the big boat. So yes, <laughs> you want a bigger boat? Is what I'm saying. Yeah. We're gonna need a bigger boat. Yeah, we just fire cannons into the side of random buildings, and we loot all the Legos, and we loot all the, you know... What's her name, the uh, Keira Knightley's role? Elizabeth Swan. Yeah. Ah, this is fun. But you have a whole entire, like, oh, uh, yeah. pirate voice. I acquiesce to your acquiesce. More uh-huh. like guidelines than actual rules. Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, dude, I know, don't question See, we can do it right now. We, we should totally do we it. We could right. go loot right now. Well, what store do you want to loot? I don't care. Fuck it. Um, what's the, uh, Fascinations? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you pick. Well, for you. I thought you'd pick something like something with money involved. I'm like a I'm a swap. Apple store. I'm a swap. Something. I'm not I'm in this fat in this fantasy, Thomas, I am not uh, the captain. Okay. You're the captain. I'm the swab. Okay. Which the swabs just clean the deck, right? <laughs> I just well, I'm t- swab is an action. There's not just a I swab. Thought I know. I think a swab is a position, isn't it? I don't believe it is. Well, no, they, 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 they call it swab to deck. No, it's in a, not in a, a position. pirates game I played back in the 80s. I'm old on Nintendo. <laughs> a swab was a roll. I mean, maybe in that game, just but it means to clean. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. They call it swab to deck. Look it up. There has I to did. be a position on a boat. Definition, an absorbent pad or piece of material used in surgery or medicine. Number two, a mop or other absorbent device used for cleaning the floor over the surface. Well, that's almost like a jizz mopper. Okay. <laughs> Just be that. You're the Swiffer. <laughs> How about a scurvy brat? Can I be that? Sure. You could be a, uh, a longshoreman or a rigger. What's a scurvy? Like a scurvy. What's a scurvy? Well, you know how they scurvy say scurvy is a, a scurvy disease. brat? Scurvy is a disease. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm getting my pirate lingo wrong. You very much are. Type in scurvy brat pirate. I could have swore I've heard that someplace. Unless I'm making scurvy shit up. Scurvy dog is a phrase. Hmm, okay. All right, so I'm I'm close. Okay, uh, scurvy. A disease caused by the deficiency of vitamin C. Characterized by the swollen bleeding gums oh. and previously... Opening previously healed wounds, which particularly Jesus. affected hmm? poorly nourished sailors until the, the end I of the right. 18th century. You scurvy brat. Yeah, Hook they, said it. Hook said it to Peter Pan. That's yes, who said it. Because the adjective de- definition, as in scurvy dog, is worthless or contemptible. Okay. So you'd be a scurvy dog All is right. worthless. Well, let's go back to what we were doing. I'm looting I'm, and pirating. Uh, yes, I'm a swab. I'm just gonna go with That's it. That's fine. Let's All right. And you're you're the captain and Tony okay. could be I'm the, the island native. I'm the captain. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> because 
that's what that's what we did to Magellan, the Filipinos. All right. So yeah. okay. I love how Pony doesn't aspire for anything, you know, great. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Like, I'll, first mate. I'll be the indigenous folk that you guys yeah. all rape. Quartermaster. All, I'll, hey. be, I'll be the indigenous person that you guys all rape and you take everything <laughs> and then you leave us. Uh, I'll be the ones that eat you guys. How about the that? Cannibal? Yeah, yeah. Why would we have you on the boat? <laughs> Souvenir? <laughs> Something to bring back to Europe? This is I don't a terrible know. Crew, I've got somebody who's planning to eat me come nightfall, <laughs> and a mop who wants to be a real boy. We'll greet you. We will <laughs> greet you with open arms on the island, and then once you come closer, then we stick you in the cauldron. Yeah, I've seen the beginning of Pirates too, as well, when they're all in the giant <laughs> cauldron. What are you a witch now? Are you gonna- <laughs> is it I don't know, like, a cauldron or like was it like a pot? You know, yeah, what, yes, yes, what is yes. it like a pot? As if there's more difficult words. How did they even? Pot? How did they even make a pot? I mean, is that a lot of coconuts? Oh Jesus! <laughs> this is why we wouldn't even get out the fucking door, dude. We how already, in the we world already would lost. they be able to yeah. make that big of a pot? We can't even figure out who we are during this Jesus whole like Christ. looting process. It's terrible. I don't even want to loot. I want to go home. Well, let's. We'll just. <laughs> we'll just go with the, that previous uh, photo op we were talking about with the um, Clockwork Orange. Right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Let's do that. So are we going to do that? Dude, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Okay, so there's a cover photo I posted on Facebook, and it meant more about what's going on in the world, but a lot of people took it as to meaning something about our show. So I went with it, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, we should do that photo shoot. We're kind of in need of a updated an photos. updated photo, especially since right now I have Andrew blocked out by a poop emoji. <laughs> <laughs> So I figured, yeah, it's time for a new promo. Maybe it's time. So maybe we'll do that. We'll do a whole clockwork orange photo shoot. And Thomas, it just, it didn't fit. I didn't plan it. But when someone said, you know, that was Tony on the left side. And I looked at the person on the right side. And that is you. It's like, what's going on in the world right now? That's almost like destined. Yeah. It's got to be done. I'm down, dude. Let's do it. Bob even said if we don't do the Photoshop, we should all be fired. The Photoshop? I mean, photo the photo, shoot? Photo shoot. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If we don't do that, he said that we should all be fired. We'll do it. Uh, we're taking a break in July, the network, so I can redo some equipment. So we'll probably plan it then, and we'll do it. It'll be fun. Yeah. Sounds good. Maybe dude. we'll have some nude ladies in the background as well. Can we walk around the streets and, uh, you know, like in the middle of the night, you know, just like... Uh, hmm. Cause people up. Co- yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that movie, Thomas? Yes. Dude, every it time fit. Malcolm Adell takes that stick and punches the guy in the nuts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That's how you feel. Like, I'm, yeah, that's life. That's me. Yeah. But like my, the 10 year old to me just dies laughing every <laughs> single time. <laughs> that's a brilliant movie, by the way. If you haven't seen it, it's a very fitting for today's era. Brilliant movie. comedy. Yeah. All right. So I got a little too fat this past Saturday, Thomas. Okay. I, I think what I did would be considered a binge eating. Yeah, I went to Wendy's twice, did I you? I did. No, 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 not twice. But I went a little too big. That's what she said. Mm. Well, no, she never said that. <laughs> <laughs> I went a little too big. I added chicken nuggets to the laundry list of Friday night eats. Okay. Ooh. So now I have. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. The triple, because it's back on the menu. Wendy's took it away for a while during coronavirus. Now it's back. So I have the triple. 
I have the large fry, a large vanilla frosty, the six-piece spicy chicken nuggets with sriracha sauce, and a bottle of wine. I mean, I, it sounds like a great night. I'm a pirate. That's pirate food That's right pirate there. That's pirate food. It's, it's, you know, hedonistic, and it's dirty and slutty. It's so. high-class hillbilly. Yeah. There's nothing about that that doesn't sound like it a really good time. is. Wendy's with a bottle of wine. That is definitely that is hillbilly. Yeah. <laughs> I wake Brilliant up the crew. next day, they'll feel like a mess. Oh, naturally. And it's not the wine. It's not that I overdrank. It's the, just the food. I think, you know how they say if you eat too much of anything, it, it, it kind of becomes a poison. It's a toxin in your body. I think Wendy's just became a toxin. The next I day. Think Wendy's just is. I was so sick. No, Wendy's is not a toxin, you good sir. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you, 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 you triggered him. <laughs> this is what he goes to the street for. It's Wendy's. Uh, yeah, so Wendy's was, um, I just, I went a little too big. And the next day and the following day, <laughs> up until Monday, I just didn't feel good. I was like, you know what? I'm never going to do that again, ever. And Will then, I? No, no. Oh. No. Really? I, I think I might be done. And I wonder if subconsciously I did that on purpose. So I, I binged madness. so that I would just stop the Friday nights. Because the Friday nights would, I would spend the next three days trying to Make fix the three days. The, the, the one night, the one night of eating bad. I'd spend three days of hard workouts to correct it. To correct it. And maybe I was like, you know, fuck it. Give me those three days. Maybe I can get some abs, you know? Show well, a little more that's, muscle. That's a responsible response. That's a that's a good way to look at things. Plus, my doctor says it's the next step in the healing process, you know, to accept when you've made a mistake. So I was like, you know what? I made a mistake. I should have binged. That's important. That's it's a good gluttony. life lesson. It's gluttony, Thomas. Not good. I know you do it. Oh, yeah. 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 But I have, like, a little self-control. and Do you? Fuck it at this point, right? Yeah, I am back at the gym. They opened up EOS. Right. They're over there with all types of high-tech equipment. I was not going to go back originally, but they're over there with, like, UV lights. They have, like, a giant, uh, like, backpack. Did I, did I talk about this yet? I didn't, right? I think you just told somebody outside. Yeah, they have a giant backpack. It looks like the Ghostbusters. <laughs> and it has, like, a UV light. Okay. And a spray of chemicals comes out beneath the light. I'm like, okay. okay, I feel safe. This place is probably cleaner than my home. It's probably cleaner than it's ever been, dude. Yeah. So it was amazing. So I feel safe going now. Okay. But the sad thing is there was a lot of hotties that got fat over coronavirus. You hear those jokes, you know, on Instagram, yeah. I'm going to get fat over the next three months. Fuck, they did. Dude. The, I, I was like, you're, you were hot three months ago. What the fuck? Three months? The fat boy beast lives in all of us. We all are trying to keep that demon at bay. Some better than others. See, if I didn't work out for two or three months, that Wendy's. would be me. Yeah. Luckily, I was fortunate enough to build got better willpower. a little bit of a gym in my home. And then I was very careful with what I ate, except on Friday nights. I never will give up those Friday nights until now. Until now. Yeah. Never again until like a couple weeks from now. Like 9-11, never again. <laughs> Won't allow it. <laughs> so, yeah, I was a little. Well, what are you going to do with your newfound Friday if you don't have that ritual anymore? I don't know. Maybe jerk it a couple times extra. <laughs> I think that's a good compromise. Is the wine going or is that part of it staying? No, wine's staying. Okay. It's the only way I can get through the weekends. <laughs> 
It keeps the silence at bay. Yeah. But there were some ladies at the gym who gained weight who actually looked better. Isn't that strange? It's possible, yeah. Isn't that weird? It just depends on on the gal, right? It depends on the person individually. Because some, a couple of the girls gained a lot of weight, and I'm like, you look a lot better. And then the other ones were like, oh, <laughs> oh. It just really depends on the person, right? How they carry the, the weight. Exactly. How you carry the weight, it depends on where you a little too skinny and not enough muscle. So you just kind of looked anemic almost or, yeah. you know, is there still, is, if there's some extra jiggle to the ass, that's a plus. That's a plus. Yeah. There's all kinds of factors. So what we're saying is junk food's not bad for you, right? No. <laughs> Depending on <laughs> that's the thing to take how away. you hold it. Right. Oh, sure. Yeah. So what was your secret to not getting fat during quarantine, Thomas? Uh, to actually get fat and just embrace it. Yeah, uh, I I feel like I've definitely put on weight in the quarantine, although I haven't gone out as much. Did so you? so you, by you... an inability to go out as frequently as we used to and having to cook at home more, I ended up cooking at home more and that helped a little bit. OK, if my waistline got a little bit bigger, but my pocketbook got a hell of a lot healthier. Do you think that maybe we don't notice that you gained very much weight because you're kind of always a little chubby, maybe? Maybe, and that hurts, but yes, I think that's, I think my, you, you don't get noticed when you don't change that much. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Is your secret, there. Uh, is basically, is are you the, the fat version of the Hulk? Your secret is you're always fat? Is that, <laughs> is that your secret? Apparently, yes, yes. See, Mike, I can't gain weight. I can't get fat because I've always been fat. Thomas is the fat Hulk. Oh. Yeah, fat Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas' secret is he's always he's fat. always fat. I've always been fat. There you go. I can lean into Just it Just don't now. get him angry. Then I'll be fat and angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. What, who gave you the soundtrack to life? <laughs> Thomas, what's your secret? You don't look like you've gained much weight during quarantine. Well, my secret is that I'm always fat. <laughs> Give me all them chicken nuggets. Oh God, yes. Don't miss, don't miss that. And you, Give me all you, them chicken. You nuggets. listened, you listened, and that helped you, Mike, because you got the chicken nuggets, and then you now will not be doing that you know binging what? anymore. I'm actually gonna do a prank. I'm gonna go up to Wendy's and just do this. Give me all them chicken nuggets and see if they. <laughs> They give me my order. I'm not going to say a word. I'm just going to give me all them chicken nuggets. You're going to keep the beep. <laughs> I don't have the uncensored version. I do know. you? I used to. Come on. You know, you still have it. No, that uh, device got stolen. Actually. I'm like, uh, yes, sir. What would you like this evening? Give me all them chicken nuggets. <laughs> see what happens. See what you get. If you get like a whole bag full of chicken nuggets, man, you won. You won. I think I'm going to. And maybe, you know, some spit in there, but... You think? Uh, what if yeah. they listen to the show? They're yeah. like, wait a second. I know that. You're that Michael? You're the Michael? It's the always <laughs> fat guy. <laughs> what happened in the good old days when customer service used to mean no, something God in this country, it, you know? Dude. You'll go to Burger King and you'll be like, I want a regular hamburger. But instead you'll get, <laughs> you'll get a chicken sandwich that I wipe my ass with, bitch. <laughs> Is this just the Memory Lane show now? Thomas's thoughts. <laughs> I just had it right next to the other file. I know file. you did. I it's know amazing. Did. Hold on. I got to listen to this. It's not like I rush to the counter assaulting them and being all 
Just give me all them chicken nuggets. I mean, everyone in the food service industry acts like you took a dump in their breakfast cereal and spit in their face before they start work every day. And really, you're just a normal person. Like, I want some food. But You sound like a guy that would be cast in one of Kevin Smith's earlier movies. Probably. The complaints, the monotone voice. Yeah. It all works. Clearly, you're the reason they dropped out of high school, didn't get into college. And Tell me you can't hear, like, Jason Lee saying this during, like, mall rats. Or working at a place where they have to say, would you like fries with that every day of their life? And if it's it not crappy, fit. it's just slow. It takes forever to get your food. It's called fast food for a reason. If I wanted to wait a half hour, I'd sit at a restaurant where I wouldn't Would have to work I had out. A bad week hmm, that week? Did they spit in my food today? Or was this just the start of, like, the rage that would grow into being a part of this show? I think this is a little bit of your white privilege showing. Oh, absolutely. Well, I'm white, so I always show that. <laughs> Can you imagine about bitching about something like this in today's climate? It'd be, it used to be today's climate kind of thing. Like, that was more, people would just bitch about everything. Randy's all it's... like, she just posted, Randy just posted, he does sound like Randall. <laughs> you sound like someone that would be cast in a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. I could totally see this entire dialogue. Dude, it was there. Takes that long. I might as well jump across the counter myself and make it because clearly it's too hard for them. I should just be like, okay, I know this is hard for you. So why don't you sit down, take a seat, and I'm going to make the food, okay? That does sound similar to Clerks. <laughs> Jesus. And then when I'm done making my food in less than a half hour, I can leave money on the counter. And they'll come over and be like, wow, a magician left us money. That way I get my food in less than a half hour. And they're mystified with magic. And everyone wins. And it's not just fast food places. I forgot how magical this was. Is that are have stupid I'm glad, ass I'm people glad working to bring there. some joy to you like, at this time, Michael. You know what? I need it. You need it. You do. Yeah. I hey, I need <laughs> I deserve it. Some chairs for college. Where are you at, by the way? Like the whole background is a little funky. That was um, the dorm at college. Randy just- says, also, as someone who worked in the service industry for 10 plus years, I fucking hate this kid talking right oh, now. Yeah, she hates me in that video and everything that I said about it. Where is Randy at lately? It's good to know she's still listening. I thought she just kind of ghosted all of us no she has not ghosted everybody we've been just really fucking busy with life and she's been dealing with work and we've been moving and that was a whole thomas nothing is more important than this fucking show okay okay? jesus i'm gonna need to sit on my ass a lot and they're all like listen to it's on uh, f22 well if i knew where f22 was would i be asking you this question (laughs) yes and this is a recession. People need jobs. There are people who are much better qualified for this. And yet these brain. Wait a second. What year was this? This is 2009, 2010. Wow. Jeez. It's 10 years old, dude. Yeah. Uh, Don posts in the discord. He's like 19 here. I hate 19 year olds. Donors who have better chance going to some time, science research Don. center and showing them how they can breathe, walk and talk at the same time without giving themselves a stroke. Somehow get the job. I mean, what do you have to do nowadays? Why is it that people graduating college and 40-year-olds with degrees are having a hard time getting jobs as opposed to people who are like, Duh. I like that last kid. He had spunk. Welcome aboard, son. Duh. For your first job, I want you to take this giant box of metal anvils and move them down the hall and put them on the top shelf right next to the children's aisle where all the children run and play. Think you'd handle that? Duh. He's going to go far in this company. That's the. Why didn't you continue your YouTube career? 
Why didn't you continue this? Well, I, I, I think I'm you, curious. I'm curious. Like, what would 19 year old Thomas be be doing right now? If you know, if that I don't know, man. You know, if that Thomas we could pull from them and bring it to here now. <laughs> I wonder oh, you what you guys probably hate him. Probably. Well, just look how look him. at the contrast here. Okay. Hey, this is Tommy C, <laughs> a.k.a. Piece of shit. And I'm here to tell you that for just $2 a minute, you can talk to the men of your dreams. We've got hundreds of fat boy dicks ready and willing. So what are you waiting for? Take a break from your busy day and let me help you unwind. Dial one eight eight Fat Boys. You won't regret it. Believe me. Oh my god. Oh my. I can actually hear my penis getting fatter. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, I want everyone to know Mike wrote that. You actually wrote that and handed that script to me and said, I "I need you to read this. I did not write that. Yes, you fucking did. No. What are you talking about? Uh Uh-huh. You wrote that. You yeah. told me, listen, this is not good enough. Let me spruce it up. That's it. You did. There was a few rewrites. I did not have Final Cut. That's a uh, lie. I think you did. I think you did. You're not going to own that one, Thomas? Oh, no, no, no. I, I said it. That's plenty. That's an, enough for me. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been playing a lot more mobile games because I needed to get my mind out of social media because unfortunately you're just inundated with just nonsense through social media. So I'm like, you know what? I need to do something else besides watch TV and work and then social media because that's that's the cycle. Work for about 17 hours, then go through Facebook. And unfortunately, a lot of my work is also social media for our radio network. So I'm just you know, slammed with nonsense all day long. So I'm right. like, you know what? I'm going to get back into some mobile games. You were on the toilet and the idea came to you, right? Sure. That's when they're all good ideas do. Yeah. After the chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to relax. Okay. I figured let's unwind a bit. You know, I've been trying to find new things, different things to unwind by doing things I normally wouldn't do. Okay. And I feel like, okay, mobile games is, uh, this is a good direction. I can do it pretty much wherever I'm at, including taking a shit. Right, Thomas? Right. But I can't wind when I'm playing the game. I don't know if it's just me because I'm Michael. Could be. I get wound up because people are always attacking me <laughs> when I'm playing the game. I'm playing Star Trek, Star Trek games, Star Trek Fleet Command, I believe. Yeah, okay. I, I wanted to play a game that I'm into. I like Star Trek. Okay. But I can't actually play the game because you have to do mining. You have to mine resources. Ah, welcome it's, to it's, modern gaming. Yeah, it's one of those games. Yeah. So in order to level up, you got to mine resources. You got to do different little things. And every time I mine, some asshole attacks me. Yeah. And steals. He loots me. It's yeah. literally called looting. Yeah. Space pirates. He loots me. Mm-hmm. And all of the work I did for two or three hours. Right. Didn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. So I don't actually relax. I get angry. So you got a second job to help you unwind by looting and then having it immediately taken yeah. away. Yeah. So I'm like, this isn't helping me unwind. I'm getting more angry. I could have told you to stay away from mobile games, man. That's a credit card trap. See? 
You already know. <laughs> because then I'm I'm a when it comes to video games, I, okay, listen, when it comes to life, I take the high road for a lot of things in uh-huh. my life. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take the high road. I'm not going to fight with you. I'm not going to, you know, wrestle in the mud with you for no reason. I'm too busy to do that. So I take the high road. Okay. But that mo- fucking mobile game, uh-huh. I'm going to take the low road. You bought your way to I success. spent $100 oh so I can God. blow that motherfucker up. Wow. Dude. All he did, Thomas, was attack me. He picked on me. I'm like, okay, you listen. The dude's playing a game. I can get behind. They just having fun. It irritated me, but then he sent me a private message that just said LOL. Jeez. Uh, so this was a real player. This was not an NPC. No, it was another player. And he sent me a private message. So he pulled a Ryan. After he sh- killed me and blew up my ships, take all took all my resources that I spent nine hours on a Friday night mm-hmm. post Wendy's. <laughs> I was on a high. I was feeling good, and he brought my buzz down because it was like four in the morning, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude! Resources, <laughs> mining these asteroids. Uh-huh. I'm gonna be James T. Kirk soon." But no, he stole all of it. Yes. Yeah. So I spent a hundred dollars for some sort of seeking bullet, <laughs> so I could destroy him. And guess Ooh. what I did? I did an R. Was it raffle? I raffled him. Oh, you rolled on the floor last. Yes. Did you? It's like, you motherfucker. And guess what? Three weeks later, hasn't attacked me. But I had to spend 150 bucks. Was it worth it? Yes, it was. Okay. So wait, you spent $150 and you put, I, a, you put a hit on him? Yeah. He really did it himself. I like how it went it from 100 good. to 150 No, it was 150 It might have been a little more. How much did you really spend? It might have like, been more. Was it 200 it might have been more because the hundred <laughs> didn't get me where I needed to be. I was at like a level uh-huh. playing field with him. And I was like, fuck being on, on the level fuck equality when it comes to mobile gaming. No, this is about domination. Let my Mexican privilege show. Oh, <laughs> let me spend a little more dough. So, so you could actually put out contract hits. Uh, no, I just leveled my ships up. Oh, okay. Okay. My entire fleet. And I attacked him for about five hours, and I was up until 10 in the morning because I would have let him relax. I was like, fuck you. I thought that you you went, you put out a bounty and said, hey, any bounty hunter, hunters out there, just I'll give you $100 worth of, worth of loot. You go after him, you fuck up this little punk ass. <laughs> See, that's the difference. Michael is the, like inner mexican gangster let's go get this guy hands and on went, hands on you went with the mob boss where it's like i'm gonna give money to whoever brings me back his head it'll be awesome you could just sit back and watch and <laughs> see and know. see the actual see the actual killings in front of you yeah. and just oh laugh your God. ass off wow Okay, so and I'll, be, I'll, and I'll be sitting up there like Caesar, like I, eating grapes, watching the gladiators. I like better. how my story of video games turns into a real life depiction of what Tony would do yeah. in real life. Murder people. Yeah, apparently. Never give this guy real it's some power. some sort of gladiator arena of sorts for his own in- sick entertainment. That's my campaign promise. <laughs> Death fights. Only, Death matches. Only I shall have the power. That's a campaign plan. So you yeah. probably still get votes. <laughs> so in your version of the world, yes. people will vote for you because only your <laughs> extreme ultimate power for Tony will get you elected. Yes. Elect it me worked. and I'll have extreme power to, to do whatever the fuck <laughs> I want. It worked for the last guy. 
kind of did. <laughs> yeah, it did. Good lord. That's politics, though. No, but but actually, you know, I I've heard of like uh, in video games that people would actually like do like uh, con- these contract, not literal contract hits. Although that would be fun, uh, but virtual contract hits. What? You know, like uh, they like, sell stuff on eBay. Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah stuff like that. Yeah, I like how he just said like not the real thing. Although that would be fun. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I was trying to, the whole point was to get, a, you know, to get away from real life playing these mobile games because social media has been just filled with poison. And unfortunately, social media, people say real life, social media isn't real life, but it kind of is. You Unfortunately, it's become important to log in sometimes and not because you're addicted to social media, but because it's related to work. You got to post things. You got to check your messages that may be coming in from family. There's things that you, the reason why you. There are important things that may bring you into social media, right, Thomas? Like, for example, the reason why you log in is solely because of Rain Man. Correct. I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So important things will bring people in. I ended up having to go to third-party applications, third-party business applications, because I got to a point where I couldn't take it anymore because of it just – what's the best way to say this? It is – poisonous it is poison toxic yeah it's poison social media and people's opinions have become poison whether i agree with you or not it really doesn't matter the point is it's just non-stop you know we talk about propaganda thomas we talk Mm -hmm. about oh propaganda's bad right we see these movies putting you know propaganda you know to to exaggerate or to exemplify a point of how a certain group of individuals, if you're watching a period piece, how they took over the masses, the minds of people. And yet you log in every day willingly to consume that propaganda. And it doesn't need to come from the government any longer. It doesn't need to come from Russia or China. It comes from from home. It comes from you. It comes from the people posting it. They don't even realize they're doing it. Even if it's your own opinions, let's be honest, they're not your opinions. You heard it someplace. It's anecdotal. You're just repeating what you heard. That's why, a- that's why I was going to ask you, you know, Mike, because, you know, this past week, I've done a lot of like, you know, just like reflection. I, I actually, I didn't know whether or not how important it was for everybody on the network to have a social media presence. Because you're thinking of leaving? No, I actually, I, I canceled my Twitter account to begin with. Yeah. I, I completely canceled. And it really, it really irritated me and pissed me off because I use Twitter a lot for, for yeah. a lot of the industry stuff and mm-hmm. for legitimate sort of like following individuals. To stay up to date on things that you're in, that you're into. And it's movies, be- comic books. It doesn't matter. Right. And it became polarizing to the point where I just yeah. reading my tweet, Twitter feed the last couple of weeks was so depressing that I finally said, okay, the enough's enough. I'll yeah. deactivate. It. I won't be a part of it, dude. I refuse. I refuse because I feel like what people are doing, it isn't sharing information. It isn't about you're doing your part. You're not doing your part. You're destroying society. Well, what are you doing what, your part in that? You're destroying society. And I will not, it has nothing to do anymore with being trolled. It used to be like, you know what? I'm not going to post anything political because it's just going to get me into an argument with people. Fuck it. It's now my duty as a citizen of the world to not play into that bullshit. I will not post 
anything political ever again. Now, if it's a meme, fine. It's, it's fun. I can get behind jokes. If it's for the sake of humor, yes. But I'm not going to post opinions. If you want to listen to opinions, do it on this show. That's where we're going to do it. I just don't want to be a part of it. It's, it's disgusting. It's not about me disagreeing or agreeing with you. It's fucking disgusting. It makes me sick to see how sick we are as a society. It makes me feel uncomfortable when I log into Facebook and see where people are at and what they're doing to each other. I'm not talking about the murder of George Floyd. That was horrible. I'm talking about the aftermath. You can't post things without people attacking you. I posted some meme, about, uh, some Star Trek meme about the holodeck because I thought it was funny. I said, computer in program 2020 and delete file. It's a joke. I get some lady that comments on it and says, I understand that this is meant to be a joke. But perhaps we shouldn't be joking during these times. During this social climate, maybe we shouldn't do these types of jokes. What was, we don't get jokes. Yeah. Well, the woman's an idiot, number one, because it just it blows me away. I'm you like, shouldn't well, have to explain it. Humor, it, it, that's why I can't explain it, because exactly. you shouldn't have to explain it. Humor is the healing drug, the healing medicine or drug you want to put into a vein. Maybe that's part of it, dude. Humor has always been healing. And the fact that so many people lack a sense of humor, probably why we're where we're at today. We can't laugh anymore. We can't laugh because everything offends someone. And she says, maybe we shouldn't be laughing during these trying times. I'm paraphrasing. But it shows that comment shows that she knows nothing about the psychology of people. Why do you think the U S government hired comedians to this day to go to war zones. Same reason. So that the troops can laugh. You want to talk about trying times. These motherfuckers are seeing arms being blown off. They're seeing real war. And yet they can sit back, put their legs up and laugh and understand that so-and-so is going to make them smile for a little while. And that's the whole point though. That's the point of humor. To be able, this, Escapism. this world is very scary these days. There's a lot of shit going on. You should be able, anything that makes you smile for even a second should be encouraged. But maybe Absolutely. that's part of it, dude. We are so fucking against humor. We've had a whole group of people try to kill laughter and comedy that all we have is rage and anger now. Look at the dude that just got fired from The Flash. For yeah. tweets that he posted in 2012. Eight years ago? First off, those oh. tweets are fucking funny. Wait, he's all, I would, the only thing that keeps me from my, from, <laughs> the only thing that prevents me from tweeting mildly racist things right now is Al Sharpton will never stop complaining. <laughs> <laughs> that, those, are, right. those are jokes that a comedian would say. Unfortunately, Twitter wasn't his audience. And that's what celebrities need to realize. Twitter's not your audience. Quit posting. If you said this in a fucking club right now, a stand-up club, you'd be getting laughs. That shit's fucking funny. But he gets fired for something he says in 2012, and people don't understand that there's a dry sense of humor there. And he loses his career over fucking... Dude, I was laughing when I read his tweets. I'm like, that's fucking gold. It was funny. 
It was funny. And accurate. But we can't laugh anymore. No. We can't laugh. Cost you your job. Cost you your humanity. You can't be a human. And that's the thing that some people don't get is that humor is a coping mechanism, too. Yeah. It allows us to get through shittier times. It allows us to get through moments of sadness and anger and bitterness. It allows people to come together because this is a fucked up situation. But, hey, at least we can laugh. You know, some people cry, some people get angry, and some people laugh. And we've made one of them completely outlawed as far as the social climate is concerned. Unless you're laughing at what's pre-described, pre-prescribed and approved of humor, a.k.a. completely about Trump, looking at you, Colbert, someone I used to think was funny. And now, unless it's about a very specific thing that they've deemed, whoever they is, has deemed appropriate, it's not allowed. I think... The biggest problem is that a lot of people these days, outside of the humor, well, I guess it's connected. A lot of people don't comprehend. There's zero comprehension. You can send some, someone can be highly educated. They can have a PhD. And you can put all that information in their mind and they can recite it because they can have a good way to memorize information. They could assimilate it. And they can mimic what they heard or saw. But it doesn't mean they understand it. Because there's no comprehension. There's no critical thought. And I feel like in order for us to turn over a new leaf, we need to figure out what the problem is, problem is with society and why we're fighting with each other. It's because there's no comprehension of what the other people are saying. There's no listening. You only want to hear yourself talk. You don't actually want to listen. How can you listen if all you're doing is talking? And I feel like schools have a responsibility to play with the younger generation. Enough with fucking math. Okay? More time on critical thinking and comprehension. These are the problems I see. No Everyone amount of fucking calculator anyway. And no amount of mathematics, Thomas, is going to help someone figure out a solution to communication problems unless we suddenly begin speaking in some bizarre mathematical alien Binary. language. Yeah, with zeros and ones. Yeah. Well, soon that'll be the only approved Twitter communication. <laughs> we have to teach kids. We have to. Because this generation here is fucked. But the younger generation, we need to focus on educating these kids on the finer details of understanding, not empathy. Empathy is something you can't teach, unfortunately. You either have it or you don't. But you can teach comprehension. You can teach critical thinking, true critical thought. That's a whole entire college course. Critical thinking, comprehension. That's where the focus needs to be so that these kids, when they grow up, can understand a conversation and can understand when someone's expressing a point of view, and it doesn't mean what you may think it means. You can't judge a conversation based on emotion. You have to see what the person is saying. That's what's going to fix these problems, because we always talk about, well, what's going to fix the issues? Are we doomed as a society? Well, Go back and see what people are upset with and what they don't understand and how they converse. And I get a lot of emails. I got a lot from our last show. Believe me, we'll get into it later. Oh, really? Yeah, about my <laughs> violence thing, my pro-violence. Yeah. Um, listen to what I'm saying. Sometimes it's in the subtext of what I'm saying. It's not always in the words. This is a show that's 
comprehension, Thomas. Mm. And that's what we need to teach people. We need teach we need to teach people to understand how to comprehend a conversation. Yeah. And if we do that, we're going to see a lot of these problems solved. We're not going to fight and bicker with each other because many of the fights I see are pretty much this, they're saying the same thing. Yeah. Like you're literally saying the same goddamn thing and you're fighting. Crazy. So no more math. No, no more, more math. no more algebra. <laughs> ban, hashtag ban. Algebra is not going <laughs> to solve the problems in this country. Okay? It's not. You know, I remember in school spending so much time with a graphing calculator and then I what? got out the gra- and then I got out of school and I haven't picked it up or used it once. Give them a comprehension manual. Teach these kids how to think. Jesus. Yeah. You're right, though, dude. Fuck, dude. Like, my son right now is a wizard in math, and I'm like, that's good. And he wants to be, like, an astronaut, like, for real, legit. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm like, that's good. You're going to need to know that. But you also need to pay attention, comprehension, critical thought. I, dr- I don't teach my kid my own ideology. I try to let him think for himself. But the one thing I do say, understand what's being said. Don't draw conclusions. Don't make assumptions. Listen to what's really being said. That's the only thing I really drill into my child in terms of, I guess, ideology. I think it's fair. Fair way to tackle it. I mean, what are you asking? Pay attention and actually listen to someone else's opinion? Listen. (gasps) Listen. Heretical words these days, Mike. Yeah, because I don't want them to be like those three boys that uh, allowed themselves to be bitten by a spider. In hopes that that they would become Spider Man. I don't want him to be that child either. Wait, what? You're, yeah, I mean, oh, are you serious? Yeah, dummies, dummies, Thomas. Three boys let themselves be bitten by a black widow because they a thought black they, widow? you yeah. stupid idiot, you well, deserve to die. They wanted to. Gee, calm down, Thomas. No, come on. No, Every, they they should die. Everyone oh. knows black widows are the one that you say spiders kill bugs. Right, Mike. Fuck comprehension. Spiders kill bugs. Uh, Thomas. Most uh, spiders are good. Hold Black on a widows kill people. Hold on a second. Again, comprehension, critical thought. Oh my god! If they had those things, they would understand that what they watched was fucking fictitious. What level of latchkey kid do you have to be to think <laughs> Spider Man is a realistic portrayal of human anatomy? <laughs> Where the fuck did your parents even go? Because they're clearly not even in the well, house. Uh, I think they're from Africa, so let's calm down just a bit. I think they're from a village. Uh, that makes but hold sense. On. Uh, Bolivia. They should know better. They should know better of any country, dude. It, well, again, if you have common sense, wouldn't you know, hey, guess what? A spider's poisonous. I, Spider-Man's not thing. real. Someone from a third world country where, or even a second world country where the, there's a lot more bugs and wildlife than there are in america at this point i would be less surprised if it was a kmart level white trash well that makes sense they're idiots kind of thing oh my god bob writes black widows made black widow but i don't know if he's like, <laughs> i don't know if he's defending like, well, i don't i don't hey, hey, sure a kid, mike a kid can dream a kid can dream fucking <laughs> bob well, a kid could dream. Yes, a kid can dream. They thought that, you know, okay. like if we get so, bitten by a spider, let, 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 we could be like Tom Holland. Let me get this straight. So in your world, 
if I were to throw myself in a vat of acid, I'd become the greatest supervillain of all time known as the Joker. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Uh, and if I throw radioactive substance in my eyes, I would become Daredevil. Yes. Okay. Yes. These are this is the this is the process of thought that these young young impressionable kids are uh, going through now. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know these kids grow up to be the people on social media right now that don't understand or comprehend anything. Yep. They're looking for like some secret soldier serum to become the next Captain America. Yeah. You know? That's what these kids are doing. He just needed another comic book. It's going to keep going. Yeah. Well, what we need is a kid to get accused of being a warmonger and then he gets captured by Middle East terrorists and his heart almost stops on him. And then this kid decides to build a machine that brings him back to life and makes an artificial heart, keeps him alive, and then he becomes Iron Man. And that's why I looted those Legos. Yes. Give my children dreams. Because <laughs> he built his own suit. <laughs> oh, man. All right. You know what? We need to go to a very quick break. I don't have... Hold on a second. I don't have, I don't have anything prepped for break today because I didn't plan on taking a break, but I got to take a piss. So, well, you know what? Here, I got something for break. Hold on. What happened in the good old days when customer oh, service used to mean something in this country, <laughs> you know? You'll go to Burger King and you'll be like, I want a regular hamburger. But instead, you'll get, you'll get a chicken sandwich that I wipe my ass with, bitch. Don't worry. The chaps will be right back. <laughs> Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, RAINMAN, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. Six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code RAINMAN. Again, that's RAINMAN. Because without it, no free stuff. That's RAINMAN at adamandeve.com. This is Star Wars from the Bucket Tank exclusive. That thing's operational. Gestapo style. Just get them out of there. Wow. Yeah. There was a guy sitting next to me. He thought my kids were going to be assholes, and they weren't because they like Star Wars. Yeah. They're good fans. Well, you duct tape your kids' mouth shut, though, right? (laughs) I heard that's what you do at the theater. Yeah, but I made it look like, you know, a Kylo Ren and Darth Vader mask, so nobody really questioned it. Yes. Keep their mouth. Okay. And you gotta gotta actually think about it historically. I like how David just breathes his right past the abuse story like it's normal like it, well up. it is isn't it <laughs> that's normal right Welcome i know that ground town. Me. <laughs> you know my my parents wrapped the ewok mask around my face so <laughs> my father beat me with a lightsaber <laughs> shut up don't say anything like my uncle used to probe me with an imperial probe droid okay <laughs> okay that's that's a little far my uncle used to make me dress up as slave leia Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) My uncle used to tell me I will eventually come to appreciate him and then stick his giant tongue out. 
<laughs> Star Wars from the Back to Tank, exclusively on Rain Man Digital. Head over to RainmanDigitalMedia.com for more details or search for it wherever you listen to your podcast. That is correct. I'm a, I'm a white male, so I'm Satan. So speaking as Satan, you're listening to The Rain Man Show with your host, Michael Flores. Uh, this is a little bit different video. Obviously, I'm shooting on my iPhone. I don't have my camera with me, and I have bad news, and I have good news. So we'll start with the bad news. Bad news is the R32. Not bad news. Please, not bad news. Uh, what we have come to find out is that the engine is probably... It's uh, Ryan the YouTuber. Dude, it is Ryan the YouTuber. He I sounds exactly the, like all of them. The radiator hose broke. I think he needs to be more funny. He needs to be more Ryan. But well, then at the end, he'd probably lose all you know radiator. sponsorship and shit. I think that's what he's afraid of because I was going through his videos and they're pretty fucking good. He puts a lot of work into them, but I think what's missing is his personality. It is. Ryan is fucking gold. That guy walks into the studio and I'm ear to ear instantly. Just he, there's something about him that just makes me happy. Maybe I'm gay for him. I don't know. <laughs> but he may, he makes me smile. He always improves my day. I'll be honest. You know it's true, Thomas. As soon as he walks in the studio, we're both already started laughing. He's, he, he's funny, but he's also a douche. And that's why he doesn't do But he's also sincere. Persona. And um, he's sincere, though. Like, he's not a douche, like a piece of shit. No, no, no. Like a bro douche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, oh. This and, like, I, I feel like. He needs to bring some of that flavor to his YouTube video. He would be fucking on point. I think you would have like 2 million views. YouTube's a thing, right? Dude, at this point, you can just be, if it's bad, it's still publicity, right? If people get angry at you, they're still going to watch. Here, hold on. Take over for a second. There's there's only two flavors. There's only two settings. You say something so controversial and obvious that everyone agrees with you, or you go the complete other end of the spectrum so everyone shares your shit. Because they have to get you taken off line or something to that effect. And I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see him lean into who he is with us or on the network here a little bit more. Should we do a critique revolve on his YouTube page? Oh, we should. Because <laughs> <should. laughs> I was saying that when we came in here, I'm looking at the thumbnail. I'm like, dude, that is the most stereotypical YouTube thumbnail with the clickbait title and the generic position, like pose of Picard's face, you know. Face palm. It's stuff that I've seen a thousand, thousand, thousand times at this point on YouTube. And he's just like, just another one then. And I feel like that's a shame. I get it, but. He's doing pretty good. Yeah, I mean, good for him. That's. But I the, would the, like the, to see his sense of humor, though. Like I'd a like to more. see it too, yeah. Mike. But, you know, we, you know, we do our thing and people can't leave us reviews and shit. That's true. And he's doing the same applesauce paste everyone else does on YouTube and is doing well. So yeah. what do we know? That's true. Get to the pirate boat. Let's just start stealing shit. Yeah, I think we should loot. <laughs> start fucking looting. Because nope. that'll work, apparently. Yeah. All right. So, Thomas, do you want to take us into news? I don't have anybody officially here to do news today because, you know, I posted in the in the in our group page and it's like crickets. Yeah. It's like, please, Michael, don't ask me to do news, please. Oh, God. Let's avoid this post immediately. Sure. I will happily read a All few right, get us in, Get us to that first article there. All right. So Hollywood has a new plan to tackle sex scenes by using CGI to avoid COVID-19 
transmissions. As filming <laughs> resumes from June 12th. So Sean says, you guys have to do a critique revolve on his YouTube videos. Oh, happily. Happily, Sean. Happily do that. Okay, so sex scenes in Hollywood will reportedly be tackled using CGI and rewrites, with some being scrapped altogether in in the wake of the COVID-19 crisis. As the movie and TV industry looks to resume production from June 12th after... Why, don't say, why does it say from? Uh, June 12th, after shutting down amid the global pandemic, filmmakers have been instructed to still follow social distancing measures going forward. And according to industry reports, this will see cast and crew being tested for coronavirus on a daily basis, which is stupid because results don't come back daily. You, I don't think that's how that works. Uh, given hand-washing tutorials, because we're all filthy animals, Commentary, and, please. <laughs> and having intimate sequences totally restructured. Hold on, my mic's going out. Give me a second. You're good. According to The Sun, a 22-page document from the Film Editors Trade Association states that close contact moments will need to be either rewritten, abandoned, or used. Didn't I say this? Didn't yeah. I say this, like, I want to say during the men with no lives days and maybe early on during the Rain Man days. There's, we're not going to have sex soon. That's, no. that's the next thing. Like, right now, it's a, hey, you know, violence, blah, 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 and then no sex. It's going to escalate very quickly. No touching, no, uh, pr- no humor, number one. That was the first step. And then the next step will be no sexuality. None. We're moving back to the haze code, dude. Yeah, no sex. Why? Well, why would you want to have sex during these trying times? People are being killed, Michael. People are being killed. We should be protesting, not fucking. Well, maybe if you fucked more. You wouldn't want to kill as much. Yes. <laughs> maybe if that small dick cop didn't fucking uh, not have mm. sex enough. Right? Yeah. Give me an Amen. Oh, amen. Oh. Jesus Christ. God. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's this is getting back to the Hayes Code era where you can't show kissing, no touching. It can't be longer than three seconds. All this other 1940s. Well, I'm not. Well, I usually don't last more than three seconds, so that works. <laughs> uh, personal protective equipment will be required on sets, and TV shows that normally feature live studio audiences will operate without them. <laughs> Casting directors and actors will be able to resume auditions, but reportedly from behind plexiglass. Wow. There will also need to be coronavirus right, go compliance ahead and, officers. But Thomas, go ahead and uh, protest 20,000 deep. You can protest, but we're going to do CGI sex. But hey, you're going to protest tonight? Oh, good job, buddy. Good. Awesome. I'll see you out there. I'm going to be out there too, but we're going to go ahead and CGI the sex scene first because we don't want to get COVID. Dude, this and is, then we're going to go out there and protest side by side, shoulder to shoulder, and not give a fuck. But let me finish this CGI sex scene first. Okay, bro? All right, later. I'll see you there. Peace. Then we'll get some coffee. Dude, you know what that All means? Right, cool. People are going to have to, like, model genitals and stuff at that point here. And then you're just making 3D porn. But does this not feel like something out of the naked gun with the full body condom? Like, why even oh, yeah, bother sure. at that point? Just, A, wait if you care that much. B, what is testing daily going to do for you? We know it doesn't show up for about two weeks in your fucking system anyway. Yeah, it's like AIDS. What, so if you take one, if let's say you're positive and you do a test day one, and you don't show up positive until day 14. So you're telling me you took 14 days worth of tests? 
only yeah. to get the 14th one from the f- two weeks ago to finally be positive. Hold on one second. Garrett's here. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah, go for it, Garrett. Hello, hello. This thing on? Hello, hello. You tell us. Hello, hello. Oh, is, did he still have his mic muted? I don't know. But yeah, it looks like it's muted right now. There we go. There, it's unmuted. I still don't hear him, though. I still don't either. All right. Well, you know what? It's only so much we can do. Go ahead, Thomas. Continue. Uh, it, it just seems insane that they're willing to go this length to start up again when it, that can't make anything easier. The latest development comes after uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom gave the film industry the go-ahead to resume production as part of the state's initial steps to reopen non-essential businesses after the three-month lockdown. As well as TV and film, music productions will be permitted to resume from next Friday, June 12th, through, uh, though it remains unclear when the actual work will restart, given the fact that Los Angeles County has struggled to contain viral outbreaks during the pandemic. No shit. Newsom office said on Friday that each country public health or each county public health officer will make the final determination as to when studios can get back to work. Hmm. Oh, do we have I think he's there now? Yeah, go ahead, Garrett. Can you hear me now? I can. Hey, what's up? Hey, how you do- so you're telling me that they're making every day, but they can't make another Marvel movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of redundant. I mean, they're still making corn, but they can't make the next Gone with the Wind. Well, the technology and science has always been pushed by porn. And that's the thing that people <laughs> fail to realize. Massive storage, high-definition streaming, all those things come from porn. Not from anybody who's making movies off of you going to a theater. No, it's like the astronauts. They created a lot of technology to get to the moon. And now the porn stars, in order for all of us to come, they've created so much technology for us. Yeah. Yeah. They're driving the industry. They don't handle it. Hey, science. They're the yeah. pioneers of today. Yeah. Dicks, all dicks ahead. You and realize the leaders, that? The leaders of tomorrow. Yep. Speaking of porn, I, I was trying not to get into porn today, but... Uh, <laughs> too My late. bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> so a lot of these porn stars, because they're not making new videos, mm-hmm. and there's a few of them I follow, Thomas. Well, I, I assume nothing less. And um, For research? They're just... No, for jerking it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what was I going to say? You're looking at porn stars. Oh, yeah. So a lot of them, they don't have new videos, right? Right. So, But they're doing a lot of solo videos, mm-hmm. you know, from home, just uh. themselves. And, you know, I'm like, all right, I can, I can get behind that. A few solo videos. Not bad. But also, you always need that. You need that first person, you know, feel every now and again, right? Right, Thomas? Sure. No? Yeah. You can just do solo videos? Just a, My mood varies greatly. Well, yes, so. mine does too, but there's only so many solo videos before I need to be, you know, oh, yeah, so, I need, yeah, to, I need to, more, to mentally put myself into the equation. Yeah. It's nice to have something actually happening, not you just like diddling yeah. yourself, basically. Yeah. I need to imagine things. Mm-hmm. I can't do that unless I see a penis. <laughs> and not that I'm looking at that penis. <laughs> You're imagining that penis is your penis. I got to put myself into character, Thomas. And like we say in many review shows, you got to find that relatable aspect. And the only time I can truly relate to that porn video, not in size, of course, I mean, dick size, I can't relate to that. But at least I can relate to the fact that there's some male genitalia in the equation. And then Mm -hmm. suddenly I'm like, okay, (laughs) now it's time, gentlemen. Now it's time. (laughs) 
Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Uh, that's pretty much, I mean, it goes into some of the politics from it. Then there have been a total of about 59,650 confirmed cases of COVID in Los Angeles County. The county death toll during the pandemic recently exceeded 2,500. Well, it's going to be a lot more soon with all these protests. <laughs> mm-hmm. To date, more than 126,300 cases and 4,500 deaths have been confirmed in California. I like how it has more than half in just L.A. alone, but music and TV and film production may resume in California. I, hold, hold on a second. I just got to defend Arizona. I love how people slammed Arizona for opening too early. Well, they're opening too early. People are going to die. Hey, I'm going to protest, though. Shoulder to shoulder, no mask. I'm going to protest and, and cough all over people. But goddamn fucking Arizona and Texas <laughs> and those Midwest states opening you know, middle America opening early. Fuck them. With their low population density and wide open spaces. Fuck those people. They don't care about society or the rest of us. Hey, you going to protest later today, Thomas? You going to protest? Yeah. L- L.A. Thomas? L.A. here? Los Angeles Thomas? Yes. And uh, West Hollywood Tony? Yes. Are you going to protest later today? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. All right, cool. But fuck those guys from Arizona, right? Right. Yeah, They're so them. insensitive. Opening early and shit. Fucking people's lives are at stake. Yeah, how dare they? They're putting them at risk. How dare they? Those people have, what about those old people? They're red, well, the underlying they're red issues. state. They're a red state, Michael. A red they're state. Deviant and must yeah. be they all vote for Trump. But hey, you going to protest later? Yes, yeah. absolutely. You're going to cough on me, right? Of course. I'm not Sweet. wearing a mask. I have to yell through this megaphone we yeah. share. Awesome. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. The logic is not there. There is. It goes back to comprehension, Thomas. <laughs> fucking dumb people. Yeah. To reduce the risk of COVID. And listen, hold on. Let me backtrack. I'm not talking bad about the protests. I'm saying use some fucking brains while you're doing it. And I know there were some because I'm going to get more messages. Well, Michael, there were some where people were exercising, you know, social distancing and wearing masks. But the video I saw today of Los Angeles that people were celebrating of 20,000 people there was no fucking way in hell any of them were six feet apart. Oh, no. Not in the slightest. Yeah. To reduce the risk of COVID transmission, productions, cast, crew, and other industry workers, workers should abide by safety protocols agreed by labor and management, which may be further enhanced by county public health officers. Since March, the film industry has lost an estimated $10 billion due to the closure of movie theaters, the cancellation of screenings, and a shutdown in film and television production. Thousands of employees have been laid off or furloughed, and some of the highest-paid executives accepted wage cuts to weather the storms. How how noble. An industry them. is being torn apart, but hey. We got CGI dicks. Yeah, all right, next news topic. I can't take it. <laughs> can't take the hypocrisy, Tom. Well, you want less hypocrisy, Good Mike. Then let's look at sports where the Washington Redskins are ripped over racist name after Blackout Tuesday post. Mm. Several public figures and organizations came together on Tuesday to, quote, blackout their social media channels in the wake of George Floyd's murder. The Washington Redskins took part and tweeted out a black square. However, this gesture sparked a significant number of critical comments. 
When football fans and casual viewers saw the team's tweet, they responded in mass. Several directed vulgar comments towards the team owner, Daniel Snyder, while others called for a name change. The majority simply said that the logo and the name are inherently racist. Well, Washington's NFL team has used the nickname since 1933 and has become a source of controversy. So, okay. I'm not one of those if sensitive. If I was them, I would have laid low. I, I'm not one of those sensitive types. However, comprehension. <laughs> that's, dude, that's perfect. That's the word of the week. Yeah, that's the word of the day. It's the word of the decade. Comprehension would tell the Redskins to lay low. We're here. We refuse <laughs> to change our name. But hey, Blackout Tuesday, guys. We want you we to support. Think- we support the protesters and anti-racism. Meanwhile, we refuse to change our name, despite the fact that numerous organizations connected to the Native American peoples are advocating that you change your name because it's offensive. Hashtag Blackout Tuesday, guys. And then yeah. on Wednesday, they announced their their you know arena football team, the Asian Chinks. <laughs> Jesus right? Christ. That's what they did, dude. That's if the you Asian were the Washington Ice. Redskins during this and you still don't want to change. I your don't name, know what's worse. You have laid fucking low and just not gone to social media. I don't All know right, what... everybody here at the uh, KKK organization. We're going to be protesting side by side. Black people blackout Tuesday, folks, <laughs> right after this next lynching. All right, oh go ahead God. and grab by the neck. We're going to struggle him to death. But blackout Tuesday, motherfuckers. Hashtag it. I don't know what's worse for the part for society. (laughs) I don't know what's worse for the Redskins. Them putting up their logo. You see their logo. It's an actual Native American. Native American, and they pull that down for a black square. (laughs) Dude, like that is the (laughs) stupidest shit. You know, we're going to change our logo to a noose, and uh, then we're going to go ahead and protest alongside by side the black folk in support in solidarity. You know what I'm saying? That's like Westboro Baptist taking place and in, in taking part in Pride Month or some shit. Like Here that. at the Nazi organization, we support Jews right after we gas chamber a dozen of them. But hey, Israel deserves their freedom. That's that's so like, dude. You know, Mike, how many people are part of a marketing team and a PR team, and how many people give run me, the social media? Give me some more racist accounts. people, some more organizations. Westboro Baptist. Nah, that's uh, not Nazis. That's nah, not Klan. That's nah, not. We've already done that. Uh, Aryan Nation. Yeah, oh, Aryan yeah. Nation in general. Yeah. Um, uh, let me curb side this black guy, and then I'm going to go ahead and march next to his mother. <laughs> oh Hashtag Blackout Tuesday. Over. <laughs> I like this one person's tweet where it just responds. Personally, I'm not against the Redskins name. Listen, Mm -hmm. if you want to do it, fine. You're an idiot, but fine. But like you said, Thomas, don't Don't fucking tweet. Dude, I have, you know, that one meme. I know everyone is going to know that meme with like the monkey puppet. I hate Mexicans. Hey, everybody want to get the number three at uh, Alberto's this weekend? (laughs) Jesus. Mexicans matter. It's I, I imagine the Redskins entire staff should have been that meme where you have like Jordan Peele just sweating and hoping to, or like that airplane where like, oh, God, navigating this month. Hey, guys. So in the Redskins uh, NFL planning meeting for social media. Hey, uh, so I want to do something special for the protests and riots. What do you what, uh, give me some ideas? What should we do? Well, we could change our name. I mean, this has a serious issue no, for us. No, uh, come on. Who is this guy? If change, if, get him the fuck out of here. Okay. 
why don't we uh, we call on our mascot and mm-hmm. some of our cheerleaders, mm-hmm. okay. and we have them wear black armbands. Okay. All right. You know, and Don't then we put a hashtag around that armband, Blackout Tuesday. Yeah, we could put we Black could, Lives we, Matter. Or we could probably, you know, like uh, since our mascot wears a uh, head, uh, a headdress, oh, you know, with the, the feathers, we could have a black feather in there. Hey, guys, this is Harvey Weinstein here. <laughs> and uh, I just want to say me, hashtag me too. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, women's lives matter. All right. I'm against rapists. And uh, Bill Cosby should fry. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that Weinstein post right there. Yeah, hashtag me too. Dude, that's the dumbest fucking lack of comprehension. You're right. That That's a perfect word for the week. Yeah. No more math, please. Don't teach math. No more math. 90% of America does not need algebra. What they need is comprehension. Is comprehension. Is comprehension. <laughs> Go ahead, Thomas. The rest of the article is just tweets of people's All right. responses. What else do we have in the news? Well, uh, some more lack of comprehension from some experts in the world. Couples should wear masks while having sex amid coronavirus pandemic, no. idiot experts say. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> With the UK now on its 10th week of lockdown, many bored Brits have been getting frisky to keep themselves entertained while at home. Okay. But a new study has warned that having sex could spread babies. Oh, and coronavirus. Oh. And has advertised that couples take preventative steps in the bedroom. This includes avoiding kissing, showering before and after sex, so, and CGI even wearing masks sex. while having sex. CGI sex, and now masks when you're having sex. Now, for someone like me, that might be fun because I like, you know, masks and, you know, the whole thing, right? <laughs> if we're playing Jihad Night. Right. Like, honey, let's play Jihad Night. <laughs> well, what's that? Well, wear this little robe. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to wear a suicide condom. All right. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, want to, I don't want a medical mask. I need you to. What the fuck's happening? Hold on a second, dude. So he, listen to this. Real I quick. need. Go ahead. Go ahead. In the study, researchers from Harvard University ranked different sexual scenarios based on how likely you are to catch coronavirus during them. Right there. This is whatever idiot slash genius said. I got an idea for our next experiment. We're going to research all the different sex scenarios and positions and see right. how likely you are so to get coronavirus. For Pride Month, you and I are going to have sex right now, Thomas. Oh, so Jesus. I'm, I'm wearing a mask. Hold on. All right, Thomas. Hold on, let me wear a mask. Now this feels like a, a non-consensual right. thing. Should I uh, right, step Tom. out? No, no, stay. I want you to watch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Should I? What? That was so genuine for a second. All right. All right, Thomas, come here. Come here, Thomas. I don't know if I want to. Uh, I don't I'm, have not, a mask. I'm, not, I'm not looking. Use your, use your fucking shirt. <laughs> I, I see what role you've taken in this scenario. Look, you use your shirt. Come here. Mm-hmm. Where's, your, where's your shirt? Talk to me. I like what I, you I did. With, I like okay. what you did with my the shirt. Room. Is I'm, I'm exercising me six feet apart right now, so I can't really see you. <laughs> I don't have good eyesight. <laughs> you gotta tell me. Are you? Do you have a face mask on? Yep. All totally right. protected. All right. I want you to fuck the condom. By the way. Ugh. Wait, we don't oh, need. We're we, not being protected. No, we're not using condoms. <laughs> Come here, Tara. All right, you got that mask on, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna call you a girl, so it's not so gay. 
Alright, come here. Alright, what I want you to do now is I want you to turn around and grab your ankle. Do I need a mask if I'm fucking you from behind? I don't think so. Alright, go ahead and grab those ankles. Alright, good. Alright, can you pull your own hair back? Because I don't do that. That's gay. Pull your hair back. That, that's too much for you? Yeah. Alright, you got that corona mask on? Mm-hmm. Alright, good, because we don't want to get corona while we're fucking. We gotta be safe. What the fuck's happening this show? I don't know. Oh my god. You've had too much wine. Tony, I think, was uh This is what back. happens I... when you try to go celibate, Mike. Yeah, I was like First Ryan turns you on when he comes into the I studio did not every say, week. I did not say you, Ryan. You thought you might like him. Now this is happening. This look look what the coronavirus listen, and all this trauma uh, this drama has happened to. Listen, him, don't yeah. don't condemn what I just did. For all we know, Randy's flicking the bean now for listening. She's like, what the fuck's happening right before my eyes? Two men wearing mask fucking. Yep, there's a whole new subgenre for Thomas that. being violated with chicken nuggets. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Jesus. All right, what else does it say? So besides the <laughs> Harvard Thomas, University, Thomas is a little hot. He's a whole, sorry. Shit, I, I gotta, was, go, I gotta calm down. I was somewhere here. else. I so need a minute. See, I'm a straight male, so I don't get like all ter- hot and bothered. I, I think like, Thomas what? might mm. get a little hot and bothered. Is it warm in here? Because if Lauren told me to bend down, wait, do I do that? <laughs> what? Wait, oh, she's listen, you to bend but, over. I mean, if she was in the studio talking to me like that, I'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Abstinence and masturbation were ranked as low risk sexual activities. While sex with a partner within a household I'm and, sex, live. and sex with people from other households were ranked as high risk. Dude, I could be a fucking scientist from Harvard with this kind of study. I know. It's, well, it's deductive reasoning. Did you know that being around someone else makes you more likely to get it from someone else? I like how Garrett said nothing during the whole entire gay bit. And yeah, he's still silent. On. Come on, Garrett, say something. Wear that mask, Garrett. <laughs> Wear that mask, Garrett. Come on, Don. He's just coming on to everybody now, Tony. I know. But, but still, this study is scientifically proven. I don't think it is. I think it's been done by a bunch of horny nah, teenagers. I think, I think scientist Tony's going to have to like uh, spend some time. and Yeah. If you get endorsed by Scientist Tony, you should just give up. Well, what does Scientist Tony say about coronavirus and sex? I'd say, you know, like proper social distancing, you know, like has to come into play. <laughs> I said, come. <laughs> oh, That's the level of science we're dealing with. Thanks right. to Harvard right now. What does Scientist Tony say? Well, you know, like uh, the first thing that I think about, you know, like is uh, foreplay. And foreplay uh, for me involves fisting. And uh, I I would probably have to say that, you know, for me to this actually. is like full on penetration. I, I don't know if that would qualify as foreplay. Maybe for that's, you. That's well, Michael, you have to then turn to mannequin arms. And then uh, you have to use a, uh, make sure that you have to sanitize the mannequin arms. What? And, uh, I, and I just, don't know. And basically use the mannequin arms as like an extension, as an extension for the fisting. You know, like, and then, uh, and then use a lot of saran wrap. Uh, okay. All right. No saran more saran wrap. Saran wrap along with like a. Scientist Tony. Ben Gay. We're going to go ahead and put you Vaseline. back into the uh, insane asylum. We're going to have you committed. Uh, certain oils will probably Essential have to. oils. Uh, olive oils, I was thinking. <laughs> okay. All right. What else okay. do we have in the news, Thomas? Please. Yeah. Good God. All right. Democrats unveil police reform bill. Mm-hmm. Give me just two seconds here. This, this could one. be interesting. 
Democrats introduced legislation calling the police calling for police reform on Monday in response to ongoing nationwide Black Lives Matter protests following the murder of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and the other African Americans at the hands of law enforcement. Quote, never again should the world be subjugated to witnessing what we saw on the streets in Minneapolis. The slow murder of an individual by by uniformed police officers. Okay, hold on. I will I want people to know despite my you know, whole shtick tonight. Dude, it's appalling what happened. I Absolutely it is. I mm-hmm. watched it again and then I listened to a commentary of what was happening. It dude, it makes you sick. What dude, was happening was to this poor when dude. I first saw the photo. It's disgusting. I thought I didn't know he was dead at first when I saw that picture. It's fucking disturbing. I was a like, whole thing. Fucking kill that guy. Yeah. And then I went to the comments of that photo and he found out that he was dead. Yeah, it's disturbing. Yeah. So, uh, says Congressional Black Caucus Chair Karen Brass, House Judiciary Committee uh, Chair Jared Nadel, uh, Gerald Nadel, and Senators Cory Booker and Camilla Harris joined Brass or joined Bass in the morning legislation. The Justice in Policing Act of 2020 aims to reduce the legal protection of officers accused of misconduct as well as introduce restrictions preventing law enforcement from employing lethal force as anything but a last resort. The Justice Department's power to investigate department-wide practices and prosecute misconduct would also be expanded. The proposed measures would also ban chokeholds, established a national database of police misconduct, prohibit certain no-knock warrants, limit the transfer of military-grade equipment to state and local authorities, and make lynching a federal crime. Many of these proposals have been sought by civil rights activists for decades. Real quick, dude, and this is why I don't go on Twitter and talk about any of this stuff. I assumed all those things would have already been in place. Okay, well, holy crap. Police brutality is a very real issue. Yeah. And unfortunately, reform is needed. Not unfortunately, but no, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, no, it's unfortunate. Reform is needed, absolutely, because... A police officer can only do what he's trained to do. And they're trained to protect themselves. And everything else is second. I'm my multiple people in my family are police officers. I'm not going to say names because I don't think they ever want to be put on the air right now. Uh, But I'll, I'll say my father, for example, he was pushed out of the police department because he testified against dirty cops. There are there are a lot of bad cops. And because he did the right thing. He was blackballed and eventually pushed out of the police department because he, what they call, sold them out when he was doing the right thing. So there needs to be a lot of things done to the police department. Number one, they got to destroy the boys code, the The boys club, the brotherhood, how they put blue lives matters above everything else. And I believe in blue lives. Blue lives do matter. The police are very important. but. Your priority is not your brotherhood. Your priority is to serve and protect. And when you put corrupt cops and people who are brutal above the citizens, that's the problem. And a lot of those problems also come down to the the, the unions. Because police officers, it's very hard to fire police officers. My father years back had brought me and my brother 
as uh, into his business to help him with a few things in terms of uh, hiring people and and dealing with certain individuals. He he runs a security industry, and because of our experience, he asked us to help him uh, on a few things. And it had to do with hiring and changing the mindset of certain officers. Okay, security officers, and we had come up with various ideas, my brother and I, and he said, those won't work. I'm like, why? Just tell them what to do. He's all because they come from the police organization and they don't listen to orders because orders don't matter to them because they know they can do whatever they want because of the union. It doesn't matter because they their jobs are protected by the union. Yeah, that's a problem. That is scary. You can do whatever you want. You complain because the union gets involved and fights for the cops to keep their job. They can sit for eight hours and eat donuts. And you, as your as the sergeant, can say, go get the go get out there and work. Okay, I will in a minute. Yeah. And then three hours later, they go out there, put in three hours of work. And if you complain, you're an asshole cop. So uh, there's a lot of good police officers out there, but there's a lot of fucking problems as well. There's a lot of laziness. There's a lot of corruption that needs to be fixed. There does need to be reform. But the idea of banning police, like what Minneapolis wants to do right now, is fucking laughable. Well, then you have. What were you going to fucking? How are you going to reform and defund police officers to the point where they can't defend the citizens? Is, or wouldn't, themselves. Wouldn't it be like uh, almost like is it separate? You know, like uh, like highway patrol or sheriff or even national guard. Are they thinking those? That's going to be replacing that. Is they're not really thinking with that, right? They're not. They're not thinking they're because once right again, now. they don't have comprehension or deductive reasoning. They're only thinking emotionally, and they wanted to de- They want to defund the police officers to the point where they don't have certain things. Some people are talking about demilitarizing them, which number one, they're not militarized. They have basic weapons. They should have the weapons that the criminals have. We do not want to take them off a level playing field. uh, When it comes to crime, that's the last thing we need. We need an, what do do we really want an Al Capone uh, scenario where we have fucking six shooters versus uh, the Tommy gun. Yes. Mm. Come on. No, but we need people to be better trained. Right. And all that shit. That's what it comes down to. It comes down to retraining cops. And and if it means taking tests and putting more intelligent people who can understand when to put your knee on someone's neck and when not to, and when someone is resisting and when someone's on the ground with handcuffs. And I'm not going to pretend to understand the stress of looking around and, and under, and maybe this guy, George Floyd had a partner. Maybe he's around the corner over there with a gun. Maybe he's going to come up and shoot me and my fellow officers. Let me keep my knee on this guy. Why figure out the situation? Unfortunately, that wasn't the case with this, well, but I then, understand that cops are trained to do so. The cops are trained to shoot, to kill because they don't shoot to wound. So it isn't easy. This is a whole situation. People are acting like, Hey, someone died and now it's easy to figure this out. But again, to your point on comprehension earlier, like we're seeing protesters, get shot in the face with these non-lethal rubber bullet rounds. I totally get shoot to kill if you are in a life or death situation with a criminal with a gun. Yeah. But firing for the face in a protest crowd? Oh, no. Come on. There's no and reason that's where the that. training needs to come into place. Knee on the neck doesn't seem necessary. Like, on the back, maybe, or just keep him down. You need to have educated individuals yes. as cops. And, and We're not it might, might be harder to 
bring cops in when you're asking for education. But that's what I would I would do if I was in charge of a city. That's the first thing I do. I'd require certain things. If it's if being a police officer should be one of the hardest things to be because it should be something that you have to be smart and level headed and go through a thousand hours of training and all this other stuff. It should be treated to the same degree as being a medical professional because you have to make snap decisions that take life and death into your hands every day. Like that shouldn't be something you can breeze through. That should be a much more fucking rigorous yeah. thing. And and like I said, there does need to be reform. There does need to be yeah. changes. We have to look at how we're training cops. I don't think every cop should also be blamed for what he does necessarily. This guy, yes, the guy that killed George Floyd. But in general, I don't think every cop should be blamed because they're going along with how they were trained. So we need to change the way they're trained. We we got to go for the root of the problem. Well, I mean, it's not only that. I mean, you've also got police officers, two-thirds of any police force there. They're rolling around there with various degrees of post-traumatic stress disorder. So, I mean, it's not a good cop doesn't turn into a bad cop overnight. I mean, it happens across the board. It takes time. And and I understand also that the cops are dealing with the the dredges of society many times. They're dealing with a lot of just shitty people and they're ready for problems because that's what they're dealing with, you know, nine times out of 10. So I understand that as well, but that's why we need intelligent, educated cops that can understand the differences and they need to be able to to deal with the psychological aspects as well. We require that from our military. Right. You know, it, uh, Don brings up a great point dealing with PTSD. Like, listen, like our our military deals with that all the time. And there are ways to deal with that. So again, let's tackle the root. Let's help these individuals handle these situations so that our officers aren't put in these situations. Because it's something that bothered me a lot. But then I also, I saw the video. These two gentlemen, I believe, got fired. They pushed some 80-year-old man that was during a protest. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, I'm going to justify for these cops. You have a dude. They don't know if he has a gun. They don't know if he has a knife. He walks right up to them and gets in their face. And they nudge him. He falls back and bashes his head, and he's bleeding all over the place. The first thing the two officers did that nudged him was try to help him immediately. I'm talking instantly when they saw that he fell. And their superior told him to keep walking. And I understand why the superior told him to keep walking. I understand that. But then they get fired for pushing this guy down. Well, it's also the superior. They were probably following the orders of the superior to push the guy down to the ground to begin with. If, if anybody gets in your way, get them out of the way by any means necessary, absent of death. Yeah. You got to protect the people around you and yourself. That, I, so it, we're in a situation right now that a lot of people don't understand. There's no good guys. Exactly. Exactly. No good guys. Almost everybody's a bad guy. Or everybody's angry. Again, it, it comes down to everyone's but it, angry but it's, and scared. It's not an easy situation. And yeah. that's why I get annoyed when I see these people so absolute in their way of thinking, oh, these people are shit. You don't know anything about that. Do you understand the context of the situation? Are you there? Now, the George Floyd thing is pretty fucking clear. 
Yeah, pretty cut and dry on that one. Yeah, eight, what, eight, nine minutes this guy had his knee. For fuck's sake, dude. The guy was telling him like he was dying. The guy's all, this is it, I'm done. He was crying out to his mother. Yeah, that dude, you are a monster if you don't fucking get up at that point. There's no need for that. But then you have the other two guys. What do you do? Uh, There's two other gentlemen. I believe one was 23 and 26 that was also there. And their lives are over. One guy was on duty for three days. Three days as a cop. That shouldn't be allowed either. The other guy was a trainee. And now their lives are ruined because of what this guy did. And they're being tried for murder as well. And I don't know if I agree with that. What do you do? You don't know the fucking job. I'm just standing here. I'm looking at my superior doing this. Is this what we do? Like, I don't know. Like, why? You got to put yourself in the position now, the trainee and the dude that was on the job for three days. You're like, what the fuck? I don't know. Do I tell him to get his knee off the guy or does he see something right now that I don't? So now now you have to stand up for themselves in the workplace anyway. Yeah. So you have two guys who are now ruined. Their lives are over at 26 and I believe 31 with the other guy. And one guy, like I said, on the job for three days, the other guy was a trainee. What do you fucking do when the, your boss is putting a knee to a guy? I'll tell you what I would do. I'd probably be silent. Be like, wait, if they don't fucking know the job, so maybe he knows something. Is something going on? Is there someone else around? What are we doing? I wouldn't fucking know. I'd be confused. How many of us go into a job three days in and know what the fuck's happening? None of us. Right. Yeah, three days you're standing there and you're keeping your mouth shut. Yeah. So... <laughs> It's a really weird situation. It's it's very odd. And unfortunately, those two guys will pay the cost of what their superior did. And maybe this will maybe this will serve as a lesson. As I said during our last show, I had some emails that were very mean about things I said about violence. And I wasn't. I wasn't condoning. I wasn't trying to radicalize people. That's what I was. Was is what I was. Uh, yeah, that's my. Of. That's my job. I wasn't radicalizing people. I wasn't saying, "Yeah, violence solves problems. Let's all rise up and kill people because that will get the job done." I wasn't inciting violence or radicalizing anyone. My point is that we are the problem. We, the people of the United States of America, we're the problem. We don't know anything other than violence. We are a violent species. It seems like we only learn a lesson after someone has yeah. been killed. That's my point. And it took violence for Comcast to donate, what, $100 million to fight injustice? $100 million took, to fight injustice and inequality. It took a man to die for every company to post on Twitter and social media, we stand with black people. It took a man to die for things to change and for people to question police brutality. It took a man to die for you to dedicate two hours of your meager time to go protest and feel better about yourself. That's my point. Violence is all we understand. I'm not saying rise up and fight. I'm saying, unfortunately, violence is the only thing we understand because we are a fucking violent species. And it took a man's death for us to notice that there's a goddamn problem. Does that make sense, Thomas? Yeah. There's no other way to say it. So fuck you for sending me that email. (laughs) (laughs) We are going to change our lives and possibly change our lives. 
the show in a second. Thank you for listening to The Rain Man Show with your host, Michael Flores, with hosts Thomas Cowley, Tony Sabal, produced by Michael Flores and Bobby Doherty. The Rain Man Show is a Cazador Productions and Rain Man Digital Broadcast production. For all things Rain Man Show, go to rainmandigitalmedia.com. The floor and... Welcome, brothers and sisters. This is the most holy sensei of the fist, Mr. Tony Sabal. And this is the Rain Man Post Show, my brothers and sisters. And I am here with my fellow brother, Mr. Thomas Cowley. Hello. Thomas, Thomas, I think I learned a little bit too much in that last show. Yeah? I learned that there was some certain feelings that brother Michael had felt for you. <laughs> I wanted to walk out of the room. Chicken nuggets. Oh, Again, my. I think the celibacy and the quarantine is getting to the man. Oh, the, we, we live in troubled times, my friend. <laughs> we live in troubled times, you know, like, and so I was very concerned, you know, Are like you trying a, to like pastor the gay out of him kind of thing. I am trying to save your soul, brother. Oh, Thomas. That's already sold. Oh, for, yeah. <laughs> Cheese, it's in a nickel. That, that's what the mask is for, Tony. Uh, yes, and there he is again. Keeps, there he is again. It keeps the soul from escaping down My the brothers and sisters out there in the Rain Man Show audience, we need your prayers, but we need your donations too. But that's another. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I was. Uh, I felt a little uncomfortable when he put on the mask. And, you uh, felt uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot for me to be uncomfortable, believe me. Yeah. I mean, uh, but, you know, I think overall we live in really troubled times, Thomas. I think it's like it's an interesting if nothing else, it's an interesting time to be alive. You know, <laughs> really? I'm trying to lean into the idea of we need to laugh more because, you know, Mike's right. We, we've killed humor in this world as a coping mechanism, at least in America. And it's pissing me off, frankly. And I think without humor, all we have is anger and rage. So let's lean into it. If it's funny, it's worth it. I think, I mean, uh, you know, one of the more really serious points, and I brought it up before the show, we brought it up during the show, and it is, to me, a legitimate point. I mean, for the first time that I really felt that way that, you know, whether or not social media is really, you know, like, you know, like, uh, like, it's if it's poison. relevant, relevant, it's, poison, dude. it's, it's, I think, yeah, poison and toxic is very, uh, is our appropriate names for social media. I, and I, and social I, media is for a bunch of pussies. Oh, oh okay. this is black dispatch. Hello. I expect, uh, you, I, I, you know, I meant to come in during the police reform. I already do my own police reform. When Whitey call, I just direct them to the busy tone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, if there's a black lady or a black gentleman, I'd be like, mm, I'll help you right away. 911's coming <laughs> ASAP. Oh, oh God. That's the busy tone for the white people. Yeah. It's oh. just a screech. I have a couple more reform ideas. It's called not, you don't die. 911 is for white people. We won't answer. Okay. But if you dial 911, blacks. You have to dial six additional letters. It's okay. Black people are very talented, athletic. They can do it real fast. 911 black. Oh yeah. 
I, I think by the time that they type that out, it might be too late. Well, if that's just too much for for my black brethren, we can always do sixty nine, sixty nine. That that's it. I think that number's too. Yeah, we can do that. It's I'll easy to remember, but that's still I'll too many keys. That's the whole point, Thomas. I'm taking it back from oh, the white man. I, I don't think white people you, have that. If sixty nine, sixty nine is taken, it's probably taken by some white fucking organization. Well, I'm gonna take it black because this is black. I'm gonna take it black, not back. <laughs> I'm gonna take it black. <laughs> it's definitely taken by a. Speak. A fucking organization. I'll, uh, I'll agree with that. Okay, part. fine. How about nine one one plaques only? That's longer. Uh, That's just longer. Yeah. Listen, I, I, Michael Jordan can do it. Okay, I didn't Kobe say anybody. Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul, he can do it too. I, I guarantee you. Nine one one big blacks only. Longer uh, still. I, yeah, it's yeah, not I, about anybody yeah. not being able to do it. It's about the speed mm, and yeah. efficiency. Mm, you just, you just. Oh Jesus. What? It's because I'm talking to a white, white devil. White devil trying to make, hurt my phone. White devil. My bad. <laughs> how about, how about, Jesus Christ, how about not, motherfucker, I will kill you. Uh, I, 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 think, uh, I think we're going to have to, like, uh, maybe uh, hang up on know. the... How about, how about 911 Mandigos? Please call me. Please. That's, that's, I don't again, know. That's still too just long. Getting longer. Still too long. Each one's worse than By the last. By the time I get to the M, I'm dead. You know? <laughs> well, if you're white. Okay. Why would you be okay. calling this number if I was white? Why did you even, why did you even pick up the phone? Because I, I'm Black Dispatch, and I'm waiting, and what's it called when you go through? I'm uh, Thomas, did you dial this? No. Not this I, time. I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. Our phone broke eventually. Uh, <laughs> we need some black people on this. They network. just defunded the police by starting with her megaphone. There you go. Yeah, listen, I, I'm the product of defunding. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking terrible. Oh, <laughs> you know, now now that you bring it, now that it's brought up, I think that yeah, this could happen when you defund the police. Yeah, so you're gonna end up with nine one one or nine one one main dingo calls like this. Well, dude, I saw those people first starting to talk to talk about defund the police. I'm like, you guys, nine one one pay less. <laughs> it's called nine one one pay less. We were, man, we do it for the black people. It's cheaper. It's we like all the, know we are more low income. It's like the dollar listen, store. I ain't being racist. It's true. You white people shoved us into low income housing. You also put us into. You flooded our streets with drugs. So I, I'm just, you know, what did Michael say during the show? Comprehension. I understand the way the world works. I will work for cheaper. Mm. Okay. Fuck the whitey. All right. That's, Black power. Okay. okay. Yep. Nine one one, Mandingo, motherfuckers, call me. My person needs you. <laughs> don't, don't piss her off. See Thomas. again, don't, the celibacy don't thing. I think is bleeding <laughs> through. Oh, I ain't celibate. Uh-oh. Yeah, see, this personality is not. So God knows what's happening. <laughs> Check his phone records for that man Dingo call. I think this is when, when Michael said that, you know, like, we need better, intelligent, and trained officers. We have mm-hmm. to start here. Start here with the dispatch? Yeah, we have to start with the dispatch. Well, we got to start somewhere. But that whole idea of defunding the police, I'm like, that is a snap decision. Mm-hmm. You Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Like, let's go. Let's hypothetically, mm-hmm. let's defund the police, which means where we disband them. They, 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 they lose have anarchy for a bit because people. Yeah, will nobody's take ever advantage. seen the well, well, then who I'm, I'm certain that that, you know, like 
it's my understanding, like the sheriff's office and, uh, you know, like even like highway patrol or uh, national guard, you know, those are separate. Those are separate. They're separate. They'll be a replacement, a replacement. Well, here's the thing. Okay. You, any movement gets things done by being specific about what they want. Exactly. And it's a good start by asking for the, for wanting the people responsible for Brianna Taylor's murder to be charged and arrested and all that stuff. That's how we get things done. You know, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, the civil rights movement in 1968, the gay rights movement and trying to get that legalized. These things are specific. You can't just say defund the police or get rid of the police. Did you say the gay movement? Yeah, different uh, Thomas, movement, I don't think I don't think I don't think <laughs> you're finished there. <laughs> oh, I know something's not finished. <laughs> but the point is you have to be very specific about what you want. And if you go too wide with just get rid of cops, that's not gonna solve anything. So they need to be specific about those things because I think the last thing anybody wants is police to be gone and the National Guard slash military to roll through. Or Nobody wants the, that. the idea is to have like community like individual men militias, yeah, militia, militias, constables. You know, let's bring them back and <laughs> constable fucking people. A guy on a horse just I saying God, the, the criminals are coming. The criminals are coming. The, these ideas are fucking childish. Like, yeah, you need it's fucking childish. No, it's so I'll, naive. I'll take you even further. Go ahead and you do that. You defund the police. You are one step closer from escape from New York. You basically yeah, will have like a, Island. yeah, uh, uh, like Minneapolis will be basically surrounded by a wall. And then years from now, Snake Plissken's going to show up and try Dude, to save I, the president from you, Minneapolis. It's the same thing as George Carlin's whole bit about like make Kansas one giant prison state. You know, like I like some of his ideas with that. But I hope things, I get to live long enough where I get to be Snake Plissken. I hope I don't. Now, the things like, <laughs> you know, things like make lynching a federal crime. I thought it already was kind of thing. The no-knock warrants. That just sounds like breaking and entering. Like, there's a lot of things that this bill that uh, California is looking at, I'm about because I thought a lot of those things already were or probably should fucking be. Like, no-knock warrant just means I broke into your fucking house. That's what that means. Mm. The whole point of a warrant is that they don't do that. So things like that is a good specific start. We want these specific things. But if you just say defund the police, don't ask any other questions, you're not going to get anywhere. You know, that sort of thing, you know, like if it picks up momentum, you'll see a lot of these these other cities, these blue cities, you know, like start to pick up, you know, and start to maybe consider and, and, and not defund, but maybe take away a lot of the power. From well, the police and, you know, like, yeah. uh, and then next thing you know, you'll have Dodge City here and Dodge City there. Well, a lot of things are changing because soon we won't be able to have sex in movies anymore. We're going to go back to 1950s yeah. puritanical. Let, well, let me see how this works in their minds. No police. Hmm. No sex. Right. Mm-hmm. No problem. Yeah, Is this because a hand to hand angry tale? people just disappear. Graffiti. And if you clean the graffiti in the trash, you show your white privilege. Mm. So, like, I, I don't. This uh, sounds well, almost familiar. No, but that's the thing that I want to say Tina Fey said this years, about three years ago on a talk show. She said she loves living in New York. And she probably will never say this now because she'll probably be skewered alive. She's all. But when I go visit my friends in L.A., like, I'm all about the cause. But she's all people pick a fucking lane. Like, how can your message go through when you have 50,000 different agendas and different protests planned for the weekend? Focus? 
get it done, go to the next. But instead, it's this one this week, the next one the following week. There's no, there's no lane. It's just fucking all over the place. There's no real. Yeah. And that's the plan. You can't have it. I've said this before. We're going to defund the police. Okay. What's your strategy? You're going to seriously deputize uh, civilians, uh, some Yahoo that doesn't know anything, which comes back to the same fucking problem. No guns. Like, come on. Yeah. It needs to be specific. Otherwise it's not going to work. It just comes back to the point again. Is that they haven't really given this much thought. Just like the Redskins didn't think about that tweet. No, and that's why it's silly when these Democrats and Republicans, but in this case, Democrats specifically, they put together an alleged bill for police reform and then they take a photo op. I'm like, guys, you're you're politicizing a tragedy. You're politicizing oppression. And when you politicize oppression, the message gets lost. Oppression should not be politicized. And that's what these white Democrats do. And I don't have yep. anything against white people. I no, think that's it's, clear. It's that virtue but it's also shit. very evident when you see a room full of white people kneeling in a fo- for a photo op. I want to see you kneel when there's when not a photo guess op. Guess what? I don't want to see you kneel. Just do the right thing. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, on a side note, you know, Thomas, you did bring up the Redskins. And what they tried to do, so I think. Stupid. I think for the last couple of years, they've constantly been bombarded with so much criticism about their logo and about their team name. It would not surprise me that you know because everything's gotten to past the boiling point, and you know, like especially you know recently the NFL, you know, like uh, changing their stance, you know, uh, of what they did to apparently the Colin Kaepernick. Now it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it wouldn't. It, it absolutely would not surprise me if the NFL probably told the Redskins, "Hey, you may want to reconsider your logo. That it yeah. comes from a uh, from from high above, because you know, like uh, you know, the way that society is now, you know, like uh, looking well, at the sad stuff thing like- is, Mike was right with the show where it's sadly we're a species that has amnesia and only learns through violence. We don't learn by our actions; we learn from our scars." At best. Mm-hmm. And we're going through that shit right now. So Redskins should have changed their name probably a while ago. I never had a horse in that race. I don't care. I didn't really care either. I but mean, I'm in no position to carry. Cause again, as I said earlier in the show and in the pre-show, I'm not educated enough on these things to take a stance. If I have something, if you want to talk about something that I'm educated on then yeah i'll throw my hat in the ring but like otherwise chicken not, nuggets like chicken nuggets otherwise i'm not going to do it but that's the thing is that they never should have even attempted this that black square thing on tuesday with their name as it is like that was just a lack of comprehension of the situation it was like either a black square or you change your profile pic to a black circle well, or I just you laughed have a black uh you know like header uh, image it or... should have just been like what one person said i'm like that would have actually been a movement towards it. Somebody's response was, I have an idea of what you could do to help the racism (laughs) and is dot, 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 you know, that's something they could have done. It's that all these businesses doing that whole, we want you to think that we think we care. (laughs) That's what it is. They don't give a shit. It only became, 
it was only done by all these businesses once it was trendy and business acceptable to do so. Like Mike said, I shouldn't be seeing, seeing you kneeling. You should just be doing the right fucking thing. I don't need to see your black squares on social media. I think you need also, to just do the right thing. And if you think about it, I mean, in the past, we put down like pink squares. We put down do blue squares. squares. You do all the squares down, you want. It doesn't fucking matter. We put do down green. We put down rainbow. We put down all sorts of different colors. We're going to run out of colors of the rainbow. It doesn't matter unless you actually do something about it when nobody's looking if whether or not you're doing something about it. Like... Comprehension. That Solve again? that fucking brain teaser. Well, yeah, that I'm not going to. This riddle for you, idiots. <laughs> if you don't do it when you need to, and you only do it when they're watching, Angelica from Rugrats, then you're not a good person. Uh, like, the Rugrats uh, gave me better moral teachings than most ap- Americans have, uh, apparently. Uh, thank you, Confucius. You're welcome. <laughs> so says the prophet, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, well. What can uh, we, like I said, we live in troubled times, my friend. We live mm-hmm. in troubled times. You know, so uh, aside from. Um... <laughs> and that's Tony's cue. The future. I was about to bring out the hymn book and, like, uh, start singing. Start singing, uh, you know, for the great gospel. The world is fucked. Let's just enjoy the ride, ladies and gentlemen. This is Tony Sabal. And with my friend Thomas and my my brother Michael, we bid you farewell from the Brain Man Post Show. Too late, dude. Uh, uh, Thomas, uh, you better pick up where you left. <laughs>